All right. Welcome to another episode of Talking Dodgers, your ultimate Dodgers fan, uh, fan podcast. <laughs> Today's topics, we're talking about Shohei making his spring training debut. Matt Kemp is returning to the Dodgers as, a, as an advisory role. Walker Bueller, we find out, didn't complete his rehab training on uh, last season, which we all figured that. Billinger's return to the Cubs, and Outman and Muncie show some power. All right, before we get started, if you like what you're hearing and you want to hear more, please click the like, subscribe, and follow buttons and give us the uh, give us a thumbs up whenever possible. Also, check out our Patreon page at patreon.com backslash rotyourbrainmedia. Your contributions help us continue to make content. Thanks, and let's get started. All right, Aaron, let's jump into it. Shohei, finally, we have a date when he's going to actually swing a bat in a game. And it is tomorrow. It is tomorrow against the White Sox, I believe. Yep. And uh, this is highly anticipated, of course. And uh, Freddie Freeman, as a matter of fact, the other day, I want to say it was after the first game, I saw an interview after he was done for the day, and he was basically hinting at that. So they all kind of knew it was happening. And, yeah. of course, us as fans were like, yeah, let's just let's see as much of him as possible because we're seeing videos, right? right? And he's on the backfields. He's hitting BP. I believe he um, he was in the box against Joe Kelly this yeah. past weekend. I heard too, so can only imagine the energy between those two. Right? You know what I mean? Yeah, Joe Kelly against Shohei. Wow, I'd love to see that. Um, but yeah, man, very exciting, very exciting. I mean, you know, highest paid professional sports athlete ever, and he's on our our team, and he's ready to go. There's no situations with his elbow. Um, and he's just f- going to focus on hitting this year. And to me, that's, I, I-, I haven't been this excited just for me personally. Uh, and I don't know how long, and I'm excited every year. It's kind of like the other, uh, so we played four preseason games so far, right? And then today we have a fifth one. So Today's it's going to be like the game. first five games are going to be like show openers for like some kind of a concert. And finally we're going to see <laughs> that's a good, good the actual, you know, the ticket seller. Yes. Which is to say that about like Betts and Freeman and everybody else on the team is just, it's stupid as I say it, but you know, that's what everybody wants to see. They want to see Shohei swinging a bat right now. That's right. Um, also, side note to that though, it's going to be uh, Bobby Miller's debut, I think it's tomorrow also. He's going to start that game. He is, because I believe we said uh, Yarbrough starting today, correct? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, very excited. I'll be in uh, Camelback Ranch on uh, Friday, so Sweet. I'll be able to see... I'm sure Shohei is going to be, you know, in the lineup Friday night game. So yeah. probably ESPN nationally televised. And you would imagine tomorrow for sure since first game. Um, you know, Japan's probably going to be going crazy over it too. So yeah, this is worldwide, dude. Hey, sell them tickets, sell them jerseys. Yeah, Go I'll be getting it. mine. Uh, Max, you got any thoughts on this? Well, I mean, I just curious how much he's going to play because you know a lot of rumors out when he was in anaheim was he kind of runs his own show right in terms it of definitely seems like yep, that, like yeah. you know this is when i play this is when i train this is when I, you know how he does everything so right to you know be interesting to see how many games he actually decides to play you know coming so so every one of them is definitely a must watch until the opener you know that's oh. that's going to be the exciting thing because yeah i i mean not only do I want to see him, but I w- I would lo- I don't want it to s- to have him play with one of those typical um, 
spring training lineups. Yeah. Where, you know, like like I want to see him at least with a couple of guys in there well, for at least protection. With Mookie and Freddie yeah, Freeman. so you can kind of kind of like get a, a real taste of how hard is a a pitcher going to have to deal with those first. You want to see of real in game in season yeah. type situations. It might be a little too early for that, but I, that's what I want to see. I want to see how Absolutely. daunting is managing that lineup going to be. Yeah. You know, for Good a poor opposing pitcher. Yep. But you know, they always give you those funky spring training lineups, and you're like, yeah. oh come on, man. Right. Because you'll, you'll have. I mean, just so far, I've noticed in, the, in this past weekend with the, these slate of games, there was four or five guys that are like last year, the highest level they were at were rookie ball. Yeah. So I know what you mean. Yeah, but especially I think we'll in the beginning that. of spring training, you get a lot of those young rookie ball guys. Absolutely. And in a couple of weeks, they won't even be up here. Yeah. They no, won't they'll be, they'll be going to their yeah. you know designated spots. So, yeah. yeah. So that's Good what stuff. I want to see with Otani. Yep. Yeah. I'll, I'll make sure to take some content for us too because oh, that's, sure. that's going to be great. I, I, the atmosphere Friday night at Camelback Ranch is going to be off the hook. Yeah. Sold out beyond sold out. I mean, you do bring up a good point, Max, about as far as like who they're going to put in there with him. And then if Shohei wants to, I guess if he has his own regiment and he wants to train a certain way, I mean, I feel like he might already want to be in the in the spot in the order yeah. that he would want to hit in. So and yeah. I know there's been talks about where he's going to hit. Is he going to bat second or is he going to bat third? Um, yeah. This could be a tell right here on if he's batting third or second, depending on, you know, obviously this game. And then also that's going to, you know, it makes sense if that's what they're going to do. That might be the game where, let's say, if they do bat him second, maybe Betts is starting that game and maybe Freeman's starting that game as well. And so they yeah. can actually sandwich yeah. him in there. Um, if not, maybe I know Will Smith played yesterday. Um, he did hit a ball that almost went out. He did. Um, yep. Maybe bet or I, I haven't looked at who's playing today, but maybe Smith's got the day off today. And maybe if they're batting Shohei um, third. Smith is batting behind him just to give Smith an idea. You know, I, I, I feel like this is the time to kind of experiment with the lineup, but if, if he's sure. the person that wants to be in a certain situation or a certain spot, it's time to start, you know, throwing people around him. It is because you figure it's, well, it's less than three weeks now for uh, opening day in yeah. Korea. And they got to leave. I, don't, I forget their actual departure date, but they do have two games against the Korean national team before they play the Padres there. Wait, who's the, isn't there, What uh, you name the group that follows them around. What's the name of the group? Oh, Pantone 294. <laughs> yeah, you're not following them? They, you don't have the departure I haven't already? seen. I haven't seen anything in a couple of days, but I'll have to go and, uh, <laughs> I'll have to go and check it out, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yep. Let's move on to topic number two. Okay. Let's do it. Let's talk about Matt Kemp. Matt Kemp is returning to the Dodgers yes. in an advisory Big role. Fan. So I, I mean, I didn't look at the much of the details of it, um, but we did talk about Matt Kemp a little bit last episode, as far as being one of those uh, Dodger homegrown players that we thought would never go anywhere. And yeah, like that wouldn't go to a different team. And then obviously he bounced around a little bit. He went to I think the Padres, the Braves. Um, then I think he came back to the Dodgers, and then I think he ended up with Cincinnati. Cincinnati, Cincinnati, yeah. and, and I don't even think he even played the full season. No, Cincinnati then Colorado. Oh, Colorado. he went to Colorado. You're right. He did go to Colorado. I think he, he officially retired mm -hmm. in, I think, 2020 was yeah, his last 2020. season. That yeah. was his last season. Yeah. yeah. So he really played he 15 years. Yeah. It, it, That's Kemp, crazy. Kemp's a, he's kind of a, I don't know, like, you love Matt Kemp when he was a Dodger, but then it's also, it's it's extremely weird the fall, the fall off that he had because, I mean, 
In 2018, when he came back to the Dodgers, he was like one of the better hitters. He became an all-star, and then all of a sudden his defense became... It was already a con, it was a conversation when they got him right. because he was he was overweight, and then he lost a bunch of weight and, uh, before he showed up for spring trainer, training. He earned a spot on the Dodgers, um, but they always talked about his defense. They tried to hide him in left field. Right. said his arm wasn't that good. His range wasn't that great, which was crazy because when he was with the Dodgers, I mean, he won a gold glove he did. in center field. Um, wasn't that the year that he was almost won the MVP, 2011? Yeah, yeah, I think that was what it is. And twice think, he won Gold Glove. Yeah, twice. Like twice. Oh nine and 2011. Yeah, yeah, nine and eleven. Yeah. So it's it's just seemed it always seemed weird to me that his defense fell off that much. Um, because I don't remember there being any conversations about his legs. I always remember the conversation being about obviously when he ran into the wall and messed up his shoulder because he didn't know how to slow down. That was I remember that. That was really weird. Yeah. Um, so when they got Ethier, cause Ethier has an advisory role also, right. Or like kind of like more of a coaching role, mentorship kind of deal thing. Um, is that the idea that they're going to do with Kemp? Um, or do you think he's just going to be just hanging out and just picking up the paychecks and just showing up to, to games and stuff? <laughs> well, I mean, let's see, right. Let's, let's see. I mean, I, I'm pretty sure they're going to be focusing on the development of guys like Miguel Vargas and, um, you know, the younger guys who are teetering to see if they're even going to make right. the 40 man. Uh, but I love it, man. Uh, br- bring back that old school Dodger from a different era, different ownership even. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and have them, I mean, you know, Ethier played, what, 13 years? 12 or 13. 12 yeah. or 13. Yeah. Kemp 15. So you got a lot of experience there. Yeah. They both played in World Series and they, they know what it takes uh, to be a true professional and have success at it. Um, so, yeah, I, I can't wait to find out who... Matt Kemp is going to be working with, and you know I'm sure he'll be around the the complex at Camelback, and then once the season starts, he'll be available for interviews and right. things like that. So it's I mean those are some pretty good good years that we had there. You know, oh six, oh seven, oh eight. He had his um, best years, obviously, with the Dodgers. Oh yeah, but you know, looking at his his body of work, I, I think we're all ex- got jaded because of the performance enhancing drugs in the previous generation yeah that dudes played high level for a long time because his numbers were pretty consistent yeah even after he left um the dodger he, he yeah. was you know he's gonna give you 20 home runs to 80 and 100 plus rbis correct um and you know physically he wasn't a skinny guy no so you would slow down over time unless you're using something else well, yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. and you know they cracked down yeah. on a lot of that stuff they and did. he 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 he, he kind of he kind of left when he was supposed to leave yeah you know because like in 2018 he had 21 home runs and 85 rbis 2017 19 home runs 64 rbis and then he and then he, it's time to go yep. you know if if, well, if, if, if I, it was 10 years 15 years ago he probably would have had a resurgence oh, you know yeah. because of you know creams and stuff like that so oh yeah well he, i feel like he he fell off because that was after the injury that we were talking yeah. about. When he ran into the wall, it was like, if I remember the game correctly, he's trying to get a ball that there's no way he could get. And okay. he doesn't even slow down. Uh-uh. He just runs into the wall. Like, there was plenty of time for him to slow down. And then I remember a couple plays later, he tries to dive for a ball in front of him that was no way he could catch it. And then he ends up hurting himself even more. And then they end up taking him out of the game. And that was, I want to say, 
I think that was like 2012 or something like that. And I think that's pretty much when he started to slow down just a little bit athletically. I know a cream that would have helped with all that. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. You have some of that cream, Max? Helps you with recovery. That's I, all I have to say. I might need some of that <laughs> after my workouts. Yeah, no, very exciting to have Matt Kemp back. True Dodger. And, yeah. you know, even through the years, I'd follow him on, on social media, on Instagram, and he'd always be repping the Dodgers. Like, it, no matter, like, if he was even on another team, it seems like he just always wanted to be a Dodger. He, well, he, yeah. You know, I, it's just that respect factor. I remember when he went to Atlanta, though, he made a comment about finally being in a city that's a true baseball city. He made some comment like that, which was just kind of a rub against the Dodgers. Uh, uh, and, but then when he, he, when he, he came back that. to the Dodgers, oh, it totally was a rub. When yeah. he came back to the Dodgers, though, I think he came out and said that one of the saddest days was him getting traded from the Dodgers or not any, like going to a different team. Like he wanted to end his career with the franchise. And right. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. <laughs> so I know Matt or uh, Max are the stack guy, but so in 2011, the year that he didn't win the MVP that he should have came in second, he batted Behind 224, 39 homers, 126 324. RBIs. 324. What did I say? 224. 324. 324. Sorry. 324. Mm -hmm. uh, 39 homers, 126 RBIs, 115 runs, 40 stolen bases. Wow. He had a 986 OPS. Wow. An uh, eight war, which is ridiculous. That yeah. is war. Yeah. That, wow. I believe he <laughs> led in every major category uh, against Braun except for two. And I think it was, um, I mean, max nominal, nominally on you because I can't compare it. Braun, his slugging was was, was five ninety seven. His OPS was an absurd nine ninety four, which um, is enhanced because we well, all know we he all got know. caught. We got caught, yeah, right. right. And, and yeah. I also thought too that the reason why that Braun won that MVP was mm -hmm. because he was on a team that was good. The Dodgers weren't a good team that year. Yeah, um, Clay, uh, Kershaw ended up winning Cy Young. Um, Kemp, in my opinion, was the better player over Braun, and as we know, like you said, enhancements. Yeah, to be honest him. with you, if, if they was, voted that now, yeah, Kemp would have won because he had a better WAR, mm. um, eight to seven point seven. He had more runs, more hits, more home runs, more RBIs, yeah. more stolen bases, yeah. more base on balls. Nowadays, they don't care about the team's record when they're selecting MVPs. Right, but they it's did really back starts with war. Bit. Right, war is the number one category most of these sports writers and people look at, and then they look <sighs> at the rest of the body. So he would have easily have won um, MVP. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I, I was looking forward to that announcement that off season because you know they take like every week. It's like manager of the year, rookie of the year, pitcher yeah. of the year. Side Yo, yeah. the very last one is MVP, and they announced it Ryan Braun. I was pissed for about a week. I'm like, are you kidding me? And then, yeah, we find out that Ryan Braun was cheating and all that, and Kemp wasn't. So, yeah. and, and talk about a, a fall off the cliff. I mean, we don't week. know if Kemp wasn't, but we're pretty sure he wasn't. Yeah, yeah. Um, Maybe he had those. If creams, you know, if you would have hit that 40th home he run, he didn't get though, caught. If you would have hit the 40th <laughs> home run, and he would have been the 40 40 club, he would have gotten it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, easily. Yeah. Uh, well, it's like last year, Mookie had 39 homers, and, you know, he was a couple behind Acuna. So if he had 40, who knows? Maybe he would have got it. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. That, we'll la see. that last month, Acuna, like, turned it on, and Betts, you know, yeah, he, he lost it. He lost it. Yeah. His if he would have the same month that he had prior to that, though, then, yeah, I think he would have taken it. But sure. Yeah, he was Acuna running around the bases yeah. a lot in September, <laughs> scoring yeah. a bunch of runs. Well, now his legs are going to be saved even more this year playing second. So I love hopefully it. he'll be able to keep it into gear. Matt Kemp, welcome back. 
Welcome back, Matt Camp. All right, yep. let's go into topic number three. All right, so Mark Pryor came out and revealed that Walker Bueller never completed his full rehab last season. I feel like this might be kind of not a shock to anybody, <clears throat> considering that there was talks last or last season um, in September that they were trying to get Bueller to come back before the playoffs. Remember that, and which is it also makes it you know, a little suspicious because he's behind right now. And so if you were that close to being able to start games uh, in the regular season in September, now we're all the way in the end of February mm -hmm. and you're not even going to, you might not even pitch a rehab game at all. Actually, I don't think they're, he's going to, or he's not going to pitch a game at all in spring. No. They're not anticipating him coming back for at least another month or two now. At so least. So I think... And I don't know, maybe they did say this somewhere, maybe uh, you guys saw it and I didn't see it, but maybe something happened while he was trying to push to come back for the for the playoffs That's and then he re-aggravated something. And so now they're kind of like, well, we kind of screwed up. Maybe we shouldn't have pushed him or maybe he shouldn't have pushed himself and now they're got the kid gloves on right now. They got the kid gloves on. And uh, I do know that a couple of months ago, I was texting with my buddy who works for the organization and he's and we were talking about Walker Bueller brief, very briefly and he said, Hey, go check out his Instagram. He's throwing full bullpens. I'm like, wow. And this was December ish, probably right. like around Christmas time. So who knows? Maybe in that time in the last two months, maybe there's a little setback, not necessarily an injury, but according to what Dave Roberts was saying from what I heard yesterday, um his bullpens aren't there. So what does that mean? Like velocity, movement. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? That's mm -hmm. kind of what it sounds like to me. So, I mean, obviously Walker Bueller is a big deal to us Dodger fans. Just as we, before you got here, Max, me and Robbie were talking about, you know, he's one of the biggest big game pitchers we've had like in years. Right. Especially October. So the fact that it's a little kind of concerning, right? It's, we don't know if there's, a slight injury? Is it going to hold him back another two or three months? Is it, does he just not have it anymore? Really? Like, you know what I mean? Has the second surgery just completely limited his arsenal? Well, he might have to do, he might have to do a Kershaw. Where Kershaw, when he came up, I mean, he had a 97, 98 mile an hour fastball. Yeah. That was basically, I mean, everybody talks about his curveball, but he threw that pitch a lot. Yes. A lot. And then as time went on, he developed a slider. He didn't have that velocity in his fastball anymore, and so now he tops off at you know 92, hopefully still. We don't know after the shoulder injury. I'm right. hoping he gets another couple of clicks in there, and we'll see what happens. Yeah, um, bumping up another 90, 94 maybe. Who right, knows? Get a little robotic arm in there. <laughs> but you know, maybe that might be with Bueller, because I know that we've talked about how he's maxing out at 94, right? 94, yeah. 95. And it seems like that, that speed today in this game is bullpen you know it's basically batting practice for a lot of these hitters absolutely and i don't know if walker bueller i don't remember ever hearing about that secondary pitch that bueller had which was his go-to pitch right um it always seemed like he relied on that fastball a lot in order to get out of jams and so it might be where it's like hey that velocity's not there yet and he doesn't have that that other go-to pitch so if you throw him in right now He's gonna get he's gonna get hit a lot, and that's gonna you know damage his value. It's gonna yep. damage um, his confidence, um, and it's gonna damage you know the, you know the way that Dodger fans are gonna look at him coming yeah. back. So I think it might just be a velocity thing. I mean, I'm hoping it's just a velocity thing. Hopefully, and they're hoping that he's still he's still you know they're 
hoping that he's going to get that speed back. It's just not there yet. Right. And then maybe they're like, hey, we just got to make sure we have that other secondary pitch good to go. Then you just got to change up. You're not a power pitcher anymore. You might have to be a little bit more of a finesse little pitcher. finesse pitcher, right? Yeah. And and you know maybe it's not fifty eight percent fastballs through his pitch arsenal through the whole right. game. Maybe it's forty six percent fastballs and twenty five percent sliders. I know he's got a pretty decent curveball. I know he was throwing a changeup. So maybe, yeah, I mean, who knows? Maybe he's just not focusing on those other pitches and his fastballs just a little lackluster right now. So you know what? If they need to push him back a month or two. I, I think we'll be fine. We we have so many arms. It's Max. Know. That's a good news, to be honest with you. You got the arms, and you have an offense that can carry subpar arms. Oh, we, we showed that last season. You know, for so sure. so yep. you you need him late at the end of the summer, heading till fall. That's when you really need a guy. Like I mean, that. if he came back, even I'd be okay with him coming back. When, you know, like around the time Kershaw comes back. Yeah, it's like you got save two, their arms. Yeah, bring them back after the trade deadline. It's Maybe. like you made two big moves, right? And they're good to go. Hey, Max, do you have a stat on? Um, on uh, Bueller's pitches, like how often he throws which pitches and stuff like that. Oh, that'll give us, that'll give us an idea like of what his secondary pitches. It, it might be. I know it's not. I don't think it's a changeup. He might actually have. Uh, maybe he's got a decent slider. He's got a decent slider, from what I remember. Yeah. Uh, he had a curveball, and. His repertoire, four seam, 35% yep. of the time. 35. A cutter, 25% cutter, of the time. Cutter, that's what I'm thinking cutter. of, yeah. The curveball, 17% of the time. A slider, 11%. Change up, 8%. And a 5% sinker. Sinker? Wow, I don't really remember. So he's a fastball a cutter. Yeah, okay. that's rarely, yeah. It's a fastball, yeah. Massively fast, fastball. hard. Yeah. Fastball's a cutter. Okay. And probably his curve is his change up. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Curve, right. change up, there's his off-speed stuff. So okay. he's a power pitcher. Typical yeah. power pitcher. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Repertoire. Yep. So. Absolutely. All right. Well, hopefully, you know, we hear some good news down the road. Right. Um, and I guess no news is good news after a while, right? Like, if you just keep continuously keep progressing, 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 let's just hope, you know, by, you know, mid-April we hear something, you know? Yeah, I think they'll, time. they'll throw out a, time, uh, a timeline at some point, I think, when, sure. they, when they're anticipating him come back. And then once they do that, then, you know, I would just basically say add another month to whatever it is. So if they're saying he's not going to come back until – the start of September, he's not pitching this season. He's right. Gonna, it's not going to happen. Right. And I think— And then his career is going to be highly in doubt. I don't know. if I mean, he'll, someone will pick him well, up. He's 29. I, yeah. You know, he'll, he'll, he'll get be a affordable one-year in arbitration. Yeah, that's he'll get, true. <laughs> he'll be affordable because he's still arbitration eligible. I yeah. Is he? So, yeah. I thought this is his last year. Let's see. I'm I, pretty sure this is his last year. I'm pretty sure it is, too. Yeah. But if they got him another mm-hmm. year, that would explain why you put the kid gloves on for sure. Because yeah. if you're going to have him. Yeah, this is last year's contract. Yeah. So he's going to go into free agency next year. Mm. If he doesn't pitch this year, he'll get a one-year deal somewhere to prove himself. And then. Well, it depends on how his his session will go when he's in free agency. And people will. Because th- this was his second UCL, right? Second. Yeah. So it's a longer recovery time for those. Right. So someone will take a chance. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Someone. He's got the pedigree. He's, yeah, he's got the experience. It's a big game pitcher. So, but let, let's look, 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 that's obviously worst case scenario here. So let's hope that he can be viable for us and, and he can add to the depth that we already have and it'll be quality and everything will be great in Dodger land, right? That's what we hope. So that's the hope. Yep. That's the hope. All right, let's move on to uh, next topic. All right, so 
I mean, it's a little bit of a bummer, but I'm also, if it's going to be this team, let's go for it. So Cody Bellinger re-signs with the Chicago Cubs. Yeah. Like he's got a three-year deal for $80 million. Um, and then he's got an opt-out. Well, I'm looking at this right now. Um, mm-hmm. Receives an opt-out after each of the f- first of the first two years of the deal. Sounds familiar to like the what Trevor Bauer had Why would you three, word three it that years way, ago. Though? I don't understand why you word it that way. Okay. Yeah. So uh, one of the boards five finally signed. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the Boris's? The Boris Five. The Boris the Five. The Boris Five, yeah. He's yeah. the first one. Yeah, the first so one. So this is a little dis- the, Probably the best one out of all of them. Yeah. So here's the thing. Like, I'm a little disappointed because I feel like if this was a number that the Dodgers might have had a conversation with a month ago, a month and a half ago, I feel like they might have went after him for three years for $80 million. Well, Not be locked into him, like, long term. Because sure. he's looking for a $200 million contract, I think, for seven years. Yeah. I think that would balk the Dodgers. But- mm. A shorter contract, a little bit more money. That seems to be like the Dodgers, well, with the exception of like what's been happening re- recently. But before then, it seemed like that was kind of like their MO. Yeah, it was. was. To, do, to do that. Uh, so, look, I was a big fan. It wasn't a secret. I was hoping they were going to get Bellinger back. Um, but then obviously the moves that the Dodgers made with um, um, Teoscar and, uh, you know, re-signing of Hayward. Margot. Margot. Right. It did, there was no room for him. Right. Um, so it was like, and it's fine. You know, it's, it's time to move on. But, you know, Cody Bellinger, homegrown talent, big time in the playoffs and, and you know, in the postseason. I mean, I think he's got two MVPs in the postseason. Um, I know he's got one for sure. I believe it's two at least. Max, find that out for you. Max yeah, I mean, just the home you. run alone against Atlanta, Game Seven, twenty twenty, LCS dislocation. I mean, it's a homer dislocation. Homer dislocation. That's right. Celebrating too hard with Kike, Kike. there. Kike. That's yeah. probably why they got rid of Kike. Yeah, you ruined him. Um, <laughs> right. But yeah, you know, you're comparing him with. Uh, to, would you rather have Cody for you know this uh, a three year eighty deal or? Teoscar Hernandez on the one-year deal and flexibility during the offseason. Well, well that's, that's, it is, right? there's a difference between Bellinger that's a huge and, and point. Yeah. yeah, just a salary. It's it's a salary. Know, it's Twenty-three but... to what is it? Twenty-six, whatever million. Mm-hmm. I'm looking yeah. at it from that point of view and outfield kind of yeah playing yeah. position. So, which do you guys would prefer? I, mean, I you go go for it, Robbie. Tell your thoughts. Yeah, I feel like I've been jumping on you all day. So you just do it. You go first. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I've been talking over you. Go for it. That's all right. Uh, you know, honestly, I mean, I'm torn a little bit because I still love Bellinger. I know he can provide so much to us and is a fan favorite. Like Robbie was saying, a, a lot of success in October, great defensive plays. Um, I mean, you know, it, it, is it a possibility that he could come back at some point? Maybe because these this contract, he has opt-out options. Let's see. I mean, you know, maybe next year there's room for him, and maybe they move Outman to right field and they bring him back and put him back in center. Um, but the answer to the question with the flexibility with Teoscar, I think contractually wise, that makes more sense. Because um, I think Teoscar's probably only going to be here for this year, yeah. most likely. Yeah. You know? Um, so Most of the outfield is only here for one year. Yeah, I mean, Hayward's probably not going to come back next year. I mean, unless he just has an absolute beast of a season like he did last year. And the Dodgers right? give him a lot more of a long-term contract. Yeah. He is 35, so we have to be aware of that, too. You know, Bellinger's, what, 27, 28? 28. Right. He's going to, on July 13th, he'll be 29. July 13th. Right. Okay. Well, I mean, he's he's definitely in his prime now. Um yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm glad to see that, that the Cubs went back to him. You know, I, I know he provided 
probably a lot in the clubhouse with them last year. And, you know, he was even talks of in talks of uh, MVP, like midway through the season last he year. He was uh, fifth in voting, I think. Right. I mean, that's great. I mean, that's it goes to show you that the Dodgers just aren't, you know, let's just get the highest paid free agent and throw all this money at him, mm-hmm. right? The development of the players is there, and it's been there for for a long time now. So yeah, um, he, he, yeah, he was tenth in voting last year MVP, and he was tenth of the okay. NLCS yeah. MVP in 2018. That's right, 2018. That's Milwaukee. it. He only got he only has one. Yeah. Just one. But he, I mean, I he thought has he had one of the series nice in, in 2020. Things. Didn't he have one of the series in 2020? No, I'm pretty sure that was Corey Seager. Yeah, no, Corey Seager had the World Series. I think he got yeah, he both. Didn't, he didn't get it in either one. Um, but he, he, I mean, he does have a nice resume on it. He yeah. got, he has an MVP, Rookie of the Year, Comeback Player of the Year Comeback last year, of the year. Gold right. Glove in 2019, two Silver Sluggers. I yeah, mean, I mean that's pretty impressive. Pretty yeah, he's been in the league. This is year eight, I want to say, or year seven, seven or eight. Um, so that's pretty. This impressive. is gonna be year eight. Yep. So that's yep. pretty good, and that's a nice start, right? What yeah. do you think, Robbie? I mean, pretty much a lot of stuff you just said. It's, it's you know, he provided that clutch. I mean, I, I know the last two years he was with the Dodgers, like the, the average was just ridiculous. And I know... Injuries had a lot to do with injuries that. Injuries had a lot to do with it because, like, the... And I think he has something similar that Kemp did, where it takes two years to really develop that arm swing again. And Absolutely. And to, to be able to get that elevation on your bat swing and stuff like that. And that's yep. kind of one of the other reasons why I was bummed when they got rid of Kemp, because we knew that. And he, I think he had a better year when he went to the Padres. I don't think it was... Super great, um, but I think it might have been a little bit because he was bummed that he wasn't with the Dodgers. But with Bellinger, sure, he got a chip. It was, it was, you know, this last year, last season was the time where he should have been fully recovered, and in a way, he showed it. I mean, obviously, I think the power wasn't fully there again, but he had a decent batting average. I believe it was in the three hundreds. Um, I think he had 17, 18 homers, uh, 90 RBIs. Max, correct me if I'm completely wrong. 26 homers, okay. 97 RBIs, okay. and a 307 batting Two out of three. Average. I got two out of three. That's, We're going to say two out of three right now. That's actually, yeah, I mean, good. for him to hit, hit 300 again, that he hadn't done that for the Dodgers since 2019. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, and most of that was basically the first half of 2019. It was. Remember that. He was on, he was on fire the first half, and he had such a good first half. He the did. second half. Like he like it just made up for it because the second half was not that great. The power numbers were there, but the average definitely. I think he had like the thirty half. homers before the All Star break, or right at the All Star break that season. Yeah, it was it was pretty ridiculous. Yeah, but you know, going back like to the, what he did, what you've done for me recently, the last two years, like it wasn't his offense was not there, and right. they kept messing with his bat, his batting stance, and I think it came out that he just didn't want to do that anymore, so he went back to his old batting stance. I think that maybe might have rubbed some people the wrong way, or we just interpreted it that it did. Who knows? So when it came time, because he was still under arbitration last year, they decided not to give it to him, mm-hmm. and that's why he went away. Because I think he was owed seventeen million in arbitration, right? And the Dodgers didn't want to pay it. I think they offered him a ten million or something like that to stay, and then he, you know, went to the Cubs, and I think he got somewhere close to that um, over to the Cubs, or like close to his arbitration numbers, and. He treated it as a bounce back year. And, you know, it's sad that he didn't do that with the Dodgers. You know, offense, you know, there was always a ceiling you were hoping he was going to get back to, but his defense was always there. Oh, his defense is always elite. His defense was always gold glove. And if it wasn't for the center, if it wasn't for what's his name with Padres, um, crap, what's his, he's like almost like, Almost like Bellinger, where his offense was not great, but his defense was always there. He was like, he was basically the, the, the center fielder. 
um, gold glove winner. Oh, you're stuff. talking about uh, Trent Grisham yeah. from the Padres. Yeah, he's yeah. really good also. Yeah, if it is. wasn't for Grisham, I th- uh, Grisham, I think Bellinger might have had like maybe another one or two gold gloves under his belt. Definitely. Yeah. Um, yep. But I'm also not even sure that he he even got the gold gloves. I'm just throwing it out there. I'm just assuming. No, Grisham's one of the top defenders. Yeah. For sure. I don't know if he mm-hmm. got the gold gloves. I don't know if he's been winning gold gloves in center field. Right. If he won the ones that Bellinger didn't get. It does it doesn't matter. Either way, it it bums me out he's not with the Dodgers, but at the same time, you know, change is difficult. And you know, he's he, he was never my favorite Dodger anyways. So it's not like it's not like I'm crushed. It's not Mike Piazza all over again. Uh, but uh, I'm glad he's with right. the Cubs. I've always liked the Cubs. I've always rooted for the Cubs. Like as far as like you know, underdogs, hundred hundred years, man. Come on, you guys got it. You got your win. Stay yeah. competitive. Right, it's fine. You're in a different. You know, you win your division. Just when we play in the playoffs, we just destroy you there. That's right. just kind of my take on the whole thing. And not to bore you guys with ridiculous stats, but one of the big stats the, these high analytical um, organization uses hard hit ball and yeah, his, yeah. even last last year he had good numbers but if you dive deep his hard hit rate over the last couple of years has dropped dramatically mm. and last year even though those those numbers were were look good on the surface his hard hit rate dropped again right so that scared off a lot of these high analytical teams mm. especially when Boris is coming around and saying hey like you said you, you got to give this guy a huge contract yeah and then they 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 nitpick now and be like, well, he wasn't hitting the ball hard. You know, he only had a, th- was it, I, I looked at it, was 31% hard hit rate last year. The year before was 38. The year before that was 34. Mm. And then when he was back, when he was, re- you know, solid with the Dodgers, we we're talking about 42, 49, 44, and 48. Wow. So, so he those was high are drastically, 40s. yeah, he, he, he was smashing the ball. Yeah. And now the last three years, those numbers go down. So that kind of scares off these analytical departments. Like, what's up? Well, so I could see why the Dodgers are like, you know what? Let's let's move on from a guy like that. Here. Especially is, with Boris calling for huge contracts. What are you doing here, with camera man? I have no idea. Sorry. <laughs> well, here's how I'm looking at it, and then we got to move on. This is yeah. my hope. What my hope was. There I know go. Max, you brought that up. So mm-hmm. the fir- the last two years before this previous before this most recent season, I feel like he was rehabbing still. Yeah. So I, sure. I give him that. But if you look at what he did last season. I think maybe he he just wasn't swinging for the fences. He was looking more for contact. He was yeah. looking more for that average. So that's why the, the average went average. up. Yeah, the yeah. average went up. So the right. average went up, and you know he didn't hit thirty home runs or whatever, but he wasn't swinging for the fences. I mean, he got yeah. ninety six RBIs because he hit in the clutch. That's like, a great uh, dilemma. These departments they want you to smash I a certain position. They do because they don't care if you're batting. Like, what's the guy in the Marlins who almost hit like four hundred last year? Nobody cared. Oh, arise. Yeah. Um, you know, arise, they, arise, yeah, yeah, arise. Like, yeah, nobody that's cares. What, that's what I hate about the analytics. Like, the guy batted three hundred and had but solid he, numbers. They don't care. You got to be like, a power you want it to look good on the back of your baseball yeah. card. You know, it's way it's, extra nitpicky these days. Yeah, it's like, oh, but he's an outfielder. He has to. Hit 40 home runs. Like, yeah. come on, guys. Hard hit rate. It needs to be 40% yeah, or higher. Yeah, it needs to be 40% or higher. Come on, guys. The guy, the guy had a solid year. Yeah. All right. Well, good for Bellinger. <laughs> At least he got somewhat of a... I mean, he got $80 million, so you got your payday. Wasn't your $200 million, but you still have... His, his, you know, hey, Hernandez he's, he's last year. You want to hear his hard hit rate last year? Yeah. 49.6. The year before, 53.3. He murders the Wait, ball. Wait, this is Hernandez? Yeah, he murders the wow. ball. He's got a lot of hard hit balls. Yeah, okay. he murders the he's ball. He's more of a line drive guy. Yeah. yeah. All right, so, let's move on I to the last that. topic. Yeah. Uh, last topic. We'll make this one a little short. So, I mean, 
just talking about like the last uh, couple preseason games, Outman and Muncie, they both had a homers. Yep. They're showing some power getting into form. Uh, Outman had a solo. Muncie had a two-run homer. Uh, Smith had one that he just got a little bit under it. Mm -hmm. It was like all the way to the warning track. He crushed it. It just went it's too high. It just went too high. It just went too high. So, I <laughs> it's mean. Like in major league. Yeah. Uh, the bats are coming alive, which is good to see because we've been talking about bets. We've been talking about Freeman. Um, we haven't had it like we haven't had those moments with Outman yet. And then I think month this was Muncie's first game. Was I was believe Sunday. it was his first yeah. game? And Muncie, you yep. know, I made a comment. You know, sorry about the weight and everything. I made a comment about. It. I hope he loses some pounds. He lost fifteen pounds. Yep. <laughs> so I mean, he wants to be more agile, more fluid in the field. Agile, so. agile. Yeah. You well. Know. That's good. Um, so it was good. Still to has see. the power. He lost that weight, but he still has the power. So his is a moonshot, also. Yeah. Um, just you know. Absolutely. Yeah. Love it. Uh, yeah, that was pretty much it. I mean, did you? How much of the game did you watch yesterday? I didn't watch much. I probably caught two innings. Right. And mostly sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth, uh, here and there. Right. Um. So, yeah. I mean, you know, it was mostly the rookie guys, the double A, triple A guys, but. Um, I do know that I noticed that Lux did not play shortstop though, because I could have swore Roberts came out and said Lux not. was going to play shortstop on Sunday, and he wasn't even in the lineup. Right. So hopefully, maybe today. I don't know, did they post it yet? If they said I don't know if they posted anything yet, but game time is in a couple of hours, so yeah, we're, we're we're thinking that they probably will post some stuff here really soon. But um, yeah, looking forward to this week, guys, because I'm going to be in Arizona this Friday night for the game against the. Uh, Guardians. Gotta make sure I say that right. The Guardians. Right. Yep. Looks like they. I, I mean, I, I'm not how accurate this lineup is. It looks like Lux will play shortstop and bat fifth today. Today, and bat fifth. Ooh, yeah. uh, interesting. That's a little high up in the order for him. It's too but, high, man. If you have him too ooh. high, you're not gonna hit my numbers. Well, projecting. He, you know, he's gonna <laughs> rake. Right. He's raking behind. You know who? They, well, well, I don't know how accurate this lineup is. Barnes is, is batting fourth. Barnes is get out of here. <laughs> What it's Dave it, Roberts it has doing today? Betts, Freeman, Hernandez, Barnes, Lux, Margot, Vargas, Owings, and Paige, Paige, Pagan or Pages. How do you, you guys ever seen a oh uh, Pajes. Pajes. Andy Pajes. Pajes. Yeah. You guys ever seen a manager yeah. get fired for a spring training decision? <laughs> Barnes, Barnes, that fourth, would be uh... that would be it, man. <laughs> I would... <laughs> he's giving him some RBI Barnes chances there. Barnes fourth. <laughs> it's crazy. Like I was okay. thinking about Barnes yesterday, and I know we're gonna Why? get off topic again. So here's the thing: because it was, it was 2017, right? 2017 World Series. Yeah. Barnes was playing second base because, and Max, correct me if I'm wrong. I'm trying to remember if this is the right series. What year? 2017? 2017. Because he was such a good hitter, they needed him in the lineup. They wanted him in there. Because Graz, Grandall was Grandall was the catcher, right? And so they had, but like, and they thought Barnes was smashing the ball all the time. He was always getting like doubles, singles, like line drives. He was like a pure hitter. Yeah, everybody loved him, and he, they loved him so much. He was playing in his secondary position, which was second base. Correct, I remember that. Um, Very yeah. strange that, yeah. that now, that's like, not even talk about option. a fall off. Twenty seventeen, he was red hot in the in versus Arizona in the NLDS. I remember that. He batted five hundred, right? Four hits, home run, three RBIs, yeah. even a stolen base. Stolen base, <laughs> Barnes. And then, look at him. You know, um, he played some in the NLCS, not so much. He batted one thirty three, two hits, but in the World Series, another four hits. Um, Two RBIs, bad 174, but 
that's a solid uh, postseason for a guy who yeah. can't hit. Well, he used. To, I mean, he right. used to be able to hit. Like they, they wanted him in the lineup. Yeah, they, like, they, yeah. like what happened? How did he go from yeah, being like you're going to start hits in the postseason? It's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Mm, I don't know. Poor Barnes. No. All right, Austin. Thank you for all that you've done, and we're not. You know, we don't hate you. We just, we just wonder why. Don't want to see are, you batting fourth. Definitely don't want to see you batting fourth. That's we're not at all. Yeah. All right. I think it's a good time to wrap it. Is that it. it, guys? I think we did enough. Um, yep. Thanks, everybody, for uh, listening and watching. If you've made it this far, you might actually be a fan. Uh, make sure you click subscribe, like, follow buttons, uh, give us a thumbs up whenever possible. And please, just a reminder, check out our Patreon page, uh, patreon.com backslash rotyourbrainmedia. Absolutely. Uh, if you guys can contribute, that would be great. The more contributions means the more episodes we can do. Keep the lights on, pay the rent, do all those kinds of things. Um, other than that, you know, go follow my band, Striking 13 LA. There you go. Instagram, Facebook. Do it. Thank you. Goodbye. <laughs> shameless plug. See you later. Later, it's guys. It's not shameless, man.